Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to Estranos podcast. We are going to be talking about the inner child today. So we're going to take it down a notch and it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. If you don't know much about the inner child, you will by the end of today's podcast. You'll also know how to talk to, how to work with, how to heal your inner child so that you can be free and you can have lots of fun in your life. Um, so yeah, I'm Neff, I'm Melissa, uh, both are me, and I'm going to be your host for today. <laughs> I'm Grace. My name is King. Hi everyone, I'm Mella. I'm Rebecca. Awesome. So yeah, we're going to start with like, what is the inner child? Okay. And I love inner child healing work because it is very grounded Everybody can kind of, you know, start to dip their toes in this and really understand inner child healing work. And it was truly like the first thing that really broke me through into healing my traumas, healing my trauma, the trauma looping that was happening in my life, healing just, yeah, like the amount of density and then obviously childhood traumas, right? They affect us until we actually do the work to heal them. And those can be subconscious behaviors that we have and might not be conscious of all of that stuff because yeah it's fun to study the mom and the dad right and to really go into where that's reflecting within you um but yeah it's a great place to start guys because it's easy and it's also like we can start bringing in the unconditional love because really the inner child healing work is all about unconditionally loving yourself loving every part of you everything that's happened in your life and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to bring in that love every day, start working with the inner child, and then your whole the whole universe to healing is going to open up just from doing the inner, the unconditional love and inner child healing work because it's so powerful. It's so powerful for your inner child to finally feel seen and loved by you. Um, and yeah, to start that journey. So I want to just start off with for a question for all of you guys is like, what is the inner child to you um, within your own life? And like, how have mm. you experienced the inner child? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I can start. Well, I think it's, it's nice too that they're starting to do like actual studies on how impressionable children are, you know, from... Like from the from the moment you're born up until I think up until three, you're very, very incredibly impressionable. And so not to say that, you know, like your parents should be perfect and all this stuff, like the the parents and everybody has trauma, but yeah, like it's the child and and so when you are wounded as a child, it shows up in anxiety and depression, panic. And for me, the inner child, like just kind of nurturing it, it's been such a process because you don't recognize that this anxiety, because it, it doesn't come up as like, oh, of course it's that wound from 20 years ago. <laughs> like, obviously you're not going to remember the specific time. So it is kind of like that investigative working of, okay, this this piece that I'm being triggered by if somebody's, you know, saying something to me and I don't feel seen or heard, okay, like, where did that start? So it's kind of this beautiful process of learning how to 
I mean, it's kind of sad, but learning how to be your own parent and be your own love, like just loving yourself incredibly, like, and showing up for yourself all the time, because, you know, if you weren't when you were a child, like you can kind of just kind of heal this with yourself. And that is what we truly want to end up doing is just being able to support ourselves entirely. And then, of course, to have our community that we can rely on. So, yeah, it's it's a process for me of just understanding that it doesn't have to be perfect all the time. And it is a journey throughout this whole lifetime of just seeing the self, seeing the child and just being like, oh, I love you. I'm so sorry that, you know, this happened to you and I want to see you. And it is just that process of forgiveness over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the, sorry, so what is my interpretation of inner child? Yeah, so we'll start with, um, yes, like what is your interpretation of the inner child? What is the inner child? Uh, so people can understand, first of all, what is the inner child? What does that mean? So to me, the inner child means exactly it, the inner child, the, the kid within me. So, you know, all of us human beings, we were all a child, but... As a human being, we're blessed to grow up, to grow old. And then as we grow older, we have that, we develop a new mindset. But I think the biggest part about the healing, healing the inner child is reconnecting to that, to that youth, to that child, to that three, four, five-year-old you that was pure, that was innocent. And sometimes in life, what happens is, you know, life takes that innocence from you and you're traumatized, you're hurt. And when this thing happens and you don't know how to cope with it, you don't know how you're not, you know, you're not equipped or the, your take care or the, your parents or your guardians don't know how to give you or to cope with you or what's the term I'm looking for here? The tools to help you soothe the pain or to process. Yeah. The support to process the emotion. You kind of build all these things, the coping mechanism that eventually becomes your habit. And then it becomes mm-hmm. who you are. So like what Grace was saying, if you were a child and you were hurt, and then all of a sudden you were you built this story that, oh, this, my parent did this, so I am this. And then you grow up holding on to these beliefs because that is what you grew up and you felt safe with. Because as a child, we as a human being, we need, we're a creator of meaning. We create meanings like instantly. Mm-hmm. And as a child, that's when it's the most powerful. And so inner child is for me, is that, that true, like it's, you know, for me, the way I see it is our body hosts many different versions of us, the inner child, the inner teenager, the, you know, the, the present now and the wise sage and, you know, all these things inside of us. And inner child is just one aspect of that being. And I think it's one of the most important part that we need to heal and work on because if the inner child inside of us is crying, it's not satisfied, it's not happy, then it's going to show up in the present moment. It's going to give you, you know, it's like this energy that's like needs to be released. And mm-hmm. I think that it's important for us to really look back onto that. And I think one of the biggest ways to tap into that is really just remember your very earliest memory as a child. What's the earliest, earliest that you could remember? Was it when you were three or four or five? What is it? And uh, yeah. That's a great story. That's a good one. For me, I think what resonates the most for me, it's interesting that we use the term um, inner child instead of saying like inner being. And I think that the reason that we do this is like Grace, touching on what Grace was saying, just showing, 
I think the main piece to this whole puzzle, like awakening, is just actually finding a way to show this love to everyone that you know, everyone around you, a stranger. So the inner child comes um, comes into the equation. Like you would never be mean mm. to a little kid. So <clears throat> what we do is we show ourselves the love that you would show to a child. You would never be mean to them. So that's really the biggest practice um, when you're working with your inner child is just showing yourself that love that maybe you didn't get in those moments where this trauma was created right so mm. yeah love love is like it's always the answer <laughs> isn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah for me inner child it's very interesting you look at the person that you are today and it's made up of all of these experiences that you've had up over your entire life so inner mm-hmm. child to me is like the OG, the original, mm-hmm. the, the <laughs> yes. original trauma holder, you know? Original carbon copy. <laughs> yeah. Where you were, you know, starting to be creative, where you started to get your own mindset about how the world works. And we always forget about this place that we came from. And it's so important to remember your childhood because there's been so many conversations that I've had with people where they're like oh like I don't remember much about my childhood and the reason that you don't is because it's usually a trauma or something that your mind is like nope like blocks yeah blocked it don't want to remember that Mm -hmm. and you forget about these things and like you were saying King when these things are brought up and they're not dealt with it can really turn into some some crazy stuff but Mm -hmm. learning to love yeah and Mm -hmm. recognizing where that trauma came from what is the trauma that i'm dealing with and then showing that pure love it's kind of cool because you don't think that you would be able to speak with your inner child or Mm -hmm. connect with your inner child but you actually can which they're, I think is so mm-hmm. interesting. They're just reconnecting you with this memory that you you thought that you lost. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. You can, like Grace was saying, like everyone probably was saying, when you are able to come into this place where you're fully just, you are just um, in the moment with yourself, you can just talk, like imagine that. You can talk to yourself and say, like, why, what is this tension that I'm holding? Why am I feeling this way? And mm-hmm. you get this answer. And isn't that the craziest <laughs> thing in life that you don't have to look, you don't have to ask anyone, oh, Google, like, why am I feeling this way? No, <laughs> you can go back to the so source and be like, what the hell is going on with this? Like, why does it bother me so much? And it's wild because you can just say, okay, body, do you, like, I love you so much. Can we let this go now? Is this beneficial for me? Is this something that's making me happy in my life? And if it's not, bye. Got to get rid of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. I think the crazy thing is actually like that we think that that's crazy, you know, like how <laughs> cool and crazy it is like to be able to talk to the body and like just go internally like Melania saying and get the answers from ourselves um because it's like yeah it should be natural i think like i'm a believer that like energy work and all of this stuff should just be like something that we're in the natural flow of and part of our you know just environment and the way that we're taught since young Mm -hmm. um because yeah like the inner child for me like you come into this body like we've talked about in past podcasts as a soul right and it's very dense here Okay, it's very dark, very dense. It's um, a lot of pressure. So I think like even if you have the perfect parents on this planet, you're still experiencing the collective environment, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, toxins, which is poisons in the air, poisons in the food um, and the toxicity of some, you know, humans that are struggling around us as well. Right. Just the environments. So we're all dealing like there's a lot of people who you know like they don't they're not aware that they might be carrying trauma like we all have trauma on this planet okay we all have trauma just from being here Mm -hmm. so there's inner child healing work to do for every single person um and i'm a strong believer in that that's my opinion however that's you know that's what i believe and that's what i have come to know from the healing process and and dealing with the body and the amount of trauma that's in our bodies from just our environment and so yeah the inner child's healing it um it's a great place to start because like they were saying, it is the beginning days, right? Like that's when you're in your organic, you know, your soul's still really like blaring out into the world. You're still in that organic flow a lot more than when you've been dimmed out and you're older. Um, so when we go back and we do the inner child healing and talk to those children and get them to release, we can have a lot of shift, a lot of change because that's, that's your soul that's the power, you know, like a lot of your power resides in your early childhood. So if we can heal that up first, your power and your ability to retap it to your the organic reality and the organic reality within you is like right there, baby, like we can really get moving then. Mm-hmm. Right. So I love the inner child healing work. And yeah, like I just wanted to also touch on for you guys, like why um, trauma gets stuck in the body so we can understand that. And for me, in my experience, what I've learned with trauma, especially for children, right, because they're learning, they're absorbing, they're um, not super mature yet to know how to deal with emotion. So they're just going off of how everyone else around them is dealing with emotion or what's naturally coming up and how Mm -hmm. to deal with it, or they just don't know how to deal with it. Um, And that's how a wound is created. So let's say like King goes through a really traumatic experience, okay? And he has not yet learned how to deal with trauma. And, you know, maybe like his mom and his dad are like yelling at each other or something. Mm. And as a kid, right, Kang is really feeling their emotion because you're like absorbing emotion like crazy at that age because you don't have as much language and all of these other things develop. So emotion is a big thing. Right. And so if he doesn't know how to deal with the emotion properly, like staying in love, right, if he gets sucked into that emotion um, and then he's not able to work through it, it can get stuck and frozen in the body if it doesn't complete the trauma cycle. So Mm -hmm. that means like 
for example, if a wound is like, if you freeze in the moment, if you contract, okay, if you like, you know, start to have panic attacks, if you start to have anxiety and you're not able to like let the emotion fully flow out of the body um, and hold space for it, then it's going to get trapped. And I think that's why we have a lot of childhood wounds because Mm -hmm. like, obviously we don't know how to like hold our soul space of love yet so a lot of stuff is getting lodged in there Mm -hmm. because it's like whoa whoa my parents are yelling oh my god contracting like holding it you know stuck in there you know yeah so um and you can see this with people like yeah so with the inner child healing work when we go in to talk to the child we are trying to get the child to let us know what's going on like Melania told us and it's as simple as like going into a part of your body where you might feel pain okay and you can just go in and say hello like hi I see you I see that you're suffering I see that you're hurting um because that's the first step in the inner child healing is they need they just want to be witnessed like Mm -hmm. we have been ignoring them forever Mm -hmm. and so a lot of these ones will actually be really pissed off that you've not been checking in and that you've been so absent um so yeah that's the first step is to just bring your awareness and say like hey i'm here with you and i can see that you're in pain and then you can start asking questions um like what happened to you you know like what why are you feeling this way and this is the investigation process like grace was saying is like we start to investigate like why that pain is even there and you guys will be surprised just like melania was the amount of like just quick responses you're probably going to get from your body um that you know those answers are right there for you Okay. And so the second part of this, and by the way, we're going to do a big session tomorrow. Um, it's coming out tomorrow afternoon at 12 PM MST on like, we're, I'm going to take you guys through this. So I'm just lightly touching on the process here. And then for those who are interested to learn the whole process and actually go through it in real time, we're going to do that tomorrow. So please join for that. Um, But yeah, the next step is you want to actually see if the inner child is ready to let that emotion go. Because like we were just saying, it's stuck in the body. That emotion, that frequency, that energy is still within your body. So we need to get it released. So you ask the inner child eventually when it's ready, like, can we release this so it can finish that trauma response cycle? Okay, it needs to release the energy, let it out, let it out of the body, not contract, but, you know, open up. And you can actually just hold space for it and you're coming as the parent, right? So this is the child and you can hold space for it and you can say like, okay, if you're ready to let this go, let's let it go, baby. And you just let it scream, let it cry. If you need to move your body, move your body, okay? And wait, like sometimes this can take up to 10 minutes for your inner child to fully release, Okay. And then the third part of it is what we like to do with our inner child healing is once it's gone through that full trauma response and you were able to release the frequency out of the body, now it's ready to be moved to your sanctuary, we call it. And Mm -hmm. we like to just build a place in your mind, okay, like, you know, off in space somewhere, a safe space that you design for all your inner children to go Mm -hmm. after they have been released um, from bondage within the body, okay? But it's very important to make sure they go through the trauma response release first, okay? You can't just, like, start ripping these parts out of your body to your sanctuary. It's better to release, go through the full response, 
Um, and then you can actually move them once they're done releasing to your beautiful safe space that you've created and they will be so, so happy. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's as simple as that. We're going to go more in depth tomorrow on that process. Like I said with you guys, um, but like this planet has had a huge, um, separation from innocence. So it's probably like one of our biggest wound is wound as a collective is being ripped away from innocence. So we need to restore that within our inner children and then we can have fun again and then we can actually live life and be mm. in the beautiful organic flow of life, just enjoying everything, you know, whether that's the smell of the flowers, whether that's, you know, dancing around with our friends, all of that stuff. We've become really, really sick from being separated from play and fun and that organic just like love that the child has for life. So that's a big part of this process of what you'll get back if you do do the inner child healing. Um, and that's what I've experienced myself. But yeah, I wanted to ask you guys, so what is your guys' favorite practices? I know I just kind of outlined our main one, but is there any other practices that you guys like or any moments that you want to share that you've had with your inner children to just, yeah, share with the community here? Yeah, no worries. Can you go first? Yeah, um, yeah I think... One thing that Alyssa touched on is innocence. That's such a big one for me that I like to focus on is this innocence because we were looking at this chart of like what are the heaviest, dark, like densest emotions and they are like obviously fear but also guilt and shame. Mm. And innocence is the exact opposite of that and that's what we come into this world like feeling like we're innocent we're pure and then they kind of just push this they sorry this society this um way of living we're kind of pushed onto this idea that we've done something wrong or that we are to blame or mm. that um we're not doing something right mm -hmm. and that's why we feel like this like it's we've done this to ourselves, and when we can recognize that we come into this world just with the biggest hearts and just wanting to love everything around us and then we're kind of just all of these rocks are kind of just put on top of our hearts and it just gets heavier and heavier and we're just you kind of fall into this numbness this sadness this i'm trying but i'm so tired mm -hmm. you know it can be really uh, devastating to the, the child, to the innocence. Mm -hmm. So recognizing that, um, that you're a good person <laughs> and that you are pure and innocent and really practicing this, even just telling yourself, like, I'm innocent. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm, I didn't do anything wrong. I think that's a good practice to hold. And then, of course, the practice of, um, investigating, you know, if, if you are feeling or triggered in every moment, anytime you're triggered, instead of, you know, deciding that this is a big deal or a big trauma that we're just going to loop and loop and loop, you know, coming inside and okay, where did this start? Like the process that Alyssa touched on, it's very empowering to, to source it back and then see that your your external life shift. Once you've started healing these wounds, you'll notice that you're less reactive when people 
are doing something that used to really bother you, once you've nourished and seen the inner child and shown it, hey, you know, I'm here for you. We're here together. You can um, rewrite your your story. So mm-hmm. yeah, you are in power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a. I'm gonna build on that. Like the story that, you, like you know, because that's the thing with for me the the inner child healing that I like to do is I go into the past and try to see like okay what happened in the past and what because memory is a uh, is the key to that a key that will help you heal those uh, traumas. So, for example, guys, for me, I I look I like to look at the past and then you know see some things that I might have created a story on what it was and then I what I like to do is I like to show up as you know I will go into this meditation and then I'll tap into that memory and then go back into that place and time and then just see you know just be there as myself now and then see myself for when I was maybe four or five and then you know once that trauma happens kind of like you know I see myself crying and you know whatever and then I'll just kind of like talk to him like hey man like what happened are you doing and then you know there was there's gonna be a conversation that's gonna happen and then eventually what i like to do is you know try to kind of just hear him out and then tell him so what happened so you know that kid that little version of me created a story of what happened but then what i what i do is hey this is what happened this is this is it just happened but you created this story and now you're you're building on this story you you make you are making the story the foundation of your life and that's not that's not helping like it's just an experience you know mm-hmm. and it's just something that it went through and i also tell him that you know the people around you were were also very damaged and they weren't aware they didn't have the tools to process all these things and you know from that creates compassion for myself and for other people um, and another thing as well is really just tapping into to my inner child. Like in and you know, sometimes just random days I'll just kinda like hold my heart and uh, you know, I'm just walking and just tap, you know, hold my heart and I'm like, inner child, how are you doing today? You know, and sometimes it just be like, I'm good. <laughs> how are you doing? You know? But sometimes it's like I'm just feeling a little bit sad because and then I'll you know, I'll remember a memory for some reason, I'll remember a memory of you know the, the traumatizing memory and then you know okay i'll come back home i'll work on it mm-hmm. and the, the most amazing part about this is you know when it, once you heal a memory it opens up another memory that you know your mind might have been blocking you for maybe because you're not ready to see it yet or for whatever reason but you know for me inner the healing is really just trying to go back to that earliest that you can and then really just you know it's kind of like like a ladder, you know, like or a stairs. Like okay, memory, 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 until you get to the to the purest form that you are, and then mm-hmm. once you tap into that, just embody it, live it out, you know. Because a kid, a kid has no fear, guys. Mm-hmm. A kid has no fear, and it's very loving. But it just you know as it grows up, it learns to like you know fear and you know we're it's it's us adults that teach us the kid to be fearful and to to hate. And that's mm-hmm. terrible, you know? So, mm. yeah, my biggest goal is to really just tap into that purest form that I can be so I can express it out to be an inspiration. And it's a work in progress, but it's a good work. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Beautiful. I definitely <clears throat> agree with all of those things. Just checking in. It's really, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty simple as that. Just talk mm-hmm. to yourself. How are you doing today? Just like everyone's been saying it's it's mm-hmm. really it's 
it's pretty mind-blowing how easy the whole situation is and it's just like here you go have some pills for that little problem that you have instead of working towards actually healing so mm-hmm. i think that that's important to our group to actually take the time to come into ourselves and support each other too um just to be the best that we can be just to reach that that beautiful dna template our original mm-hmm. so yeah i love that yeah i feel like in order this is me personally but in order to fully move on and move through and heal you you have to start with the inner child because Mm -hmm. that is like a huge part of who you are and going back to what you were saying grace of you know it's that that cycle you know, you're just going to keep going around in that cycle over and over and over again until you deal with the root of the problem, which is figuring out, okay, why am I acting this way? What happened to me? Checking with the inner child and being like, okay, like, are you okay? What's going on? Why am I, why am I acting like this? And mm-hmm. it's things started to change for me personally after we had that um, inner child meditation healing and we actually got to talk to our inner child and I could see a little girl crying and I was like this is like as we're in meditation I'm like whoa that's weird like I didn't know we could actually do this and talking for the first time to my inner child and being like oh are you okay and just be able to (laughs) hug that child and you know hug yourself hug yourself and like see that innocence of like just pure love and questioning and wondering it's a magical thing imagine if we approached every single person we knew as if they were just like a little child the kind of love that you would be able to show that person mm-hmm. so i don't know it's it's really cool to do I, that to be vulnerable with I yourself as, as well because it's not easy to rip those wounds opened because you the the reason why they're covered up so much is because you're you were so young and your body was like no 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 we can't deal with this we just have to we'll just put this away for later we can deal with this later and if we are willing and able at this point in time like let's rip them open baby let's deal with this let's show ourselves that love that we all deserve to bring it back to the start of what it really was which is that pure that purity that love innocence that innocence because we're brainwashed and we are taken away from from that innocence we are literally trained to become fearful trained to you know forget everything that you ever know and you know interesting yeah next time on (laughs) astrono's official (laughs) do you guys know what's interesting about like wounds 
right, with physical wounds, if you have wound and you just cover it with Band-Aid without letting it air out, it's going to have maggots in it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's gross. And it's I feel like it's the same with, with, like, emotional wounds, you know? You have to express it. You have to be able to witness it. Even if it's not yourself, a friend or a therapist. Yeah, actually, sorry, no. You can share it to a therapist friend and even yourself. Like you can allow yourself to see that wound and see it for what it is. And then you you may cry, you may shout, you may scream, but this allows it to to release that energy, right? And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. these are powerful. Yeah. And I love how you say like, um, you know, kids aren't fearful at all. Because when we're talking on the inner child wounding, the two things I find is if it slips out of love, Mm -hmm. like if fear is created, that's like a wound is starting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you're ever in fear, anxiety and all that stuff, it all roots back to fear or love. If you ever slip out of love then a wound is like bound to start being created in that space as well as like we're talking the reparenting right like now we're mature okay now we can go back and like reparent those wounds right um the other thing is like if that i found with my wounds is if they're not in truth like you were saying right they've made up stories that are not true Mm -hmm. okay so those are kind of like the two grounds of like where wounds are created from is if you slip out of love or if you slip out of truth Mm -hmm. the real truth of reality right Mm -hmm. like the real reality and you're in illusion Mm -hmm. um or delusion right Mm -hmm. that's where because i've had some inner children when i'm working with my inner child like some of them will be like really really hurt but they'll also have like an illusionary belief of like no i can't forgive them because if i forgive them then i'm saying that it's okay what they did right Mm -hmm. and obviously at this point i know like that's not how life works i can forgive them right and still not condone what they're doing but my wound didn't know that because it was a child it Mm -hmm. didn't understand that concept so i actually had to go in and reparent it and be like no you can you know let this go and you can forgive them and we will you know learn from this mistake or this experience and we won't let that happen again and we're not condoning that behavior by forgiving them Mm -hmm. and then she was like oh okay i think i'll go through the forgiveness process (laughs) then and i was like okay girl let's do it (laughs) so sometimes it takes some reparenting you might have like wounds or inner children that get confused about you know what how reality is and the truth of reality and what happened so yeah and then the other thing is is that um from age one to seven uh, that's when our root chakra is being developed and then Mm. it goes seven years seven years seven years for each chakra um so those first seven years like that's why we've got a lot of issues in our root chakras sacral chakras and solar plexus on this planet i guarantee you as you start going down through the Mm. body it's going to get denser and denser and denser and more painful feeling once you really get into subtle energy feeling and you can feel those wounds in those areas um so yeah the first seven years is all the root chakra that's your stability that's your foundation that's your groundedness in this reality um and when we're brought into a really scary reality we don't want to ground here you know like we don't want to be in our bodies so it can be 
like, again, like Becca was saying, really powerful work to do the inner child healing work because that's like ages, that's your root chakra, you know, and that's your, that's your sacral chakra, which is like your creational sexual kind of sexual energy, your creation energy is all flowing from there. Um, and if that's blocked off, then you're going to have a really hard time, like living your organic flow and your soul mission and all of these things. Mm-hmm. Is there something you want to say? Yeah, no, that just, yeah, it just makes makes a lot of sense like uh, like every seven years right so the root and then sacral and then yeah i don't mm-hmm. know there's just something that clicked in me when you said it and it just resonated a lot but oh yeah um like what milano was saying right with the like seeing everyone and loving them i used to do this thing sometimes just as an, ex- as an experiment it's like seeing everyone like a seven-year-old, you know? So it's like I would talk to someone and I would just like visualize this person like he's a seven or she's a seven-year-old kid and then just have a conversation with him. And actually what I found is through that, you can kind of see like a little bit of like their belief system. Mm-hmm. And it's very powerful because then belief system is kind of what makes a person. And you can see a lot of like their traumas and, you know, all these things that... Is that mm. carried with that belief? So yeah, it's a powerful exercise, guys. If you mm-hmm. want to ever tap into yourself too, you know, mm-hmm. and help see like and see people for you know their truth that they are mm-hmm. and not like get sidetracked and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That's a great way to live, you know, mm-hmm. especially yeah. when you're dealing with the difficult people. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, no, because like then, exactly. I'm I love that you said that because then whenever I deal with like difficult people, I just kind of imagine like this child who's like because one thing that i'm very grateful for is like i grew up with like a lot of people around me and so it's like you know i got to see like little babies growing up to be like adults you know so it's like i kind of saw that that growth and like how they were as a child and how they are now and it's oh it's crazy it's really true like what we're saying (laughs) it is like it is like that and yeah it's just powerful to be able to see it like someone who's giving you a hard time seeing them as a seven-year-old who maybe didn't have did not have the you know whatever love or they're just looking for love right Mm -hmm. they're just like hey notice me i'm in pain notice me i'm in pain and then they're just yeah yeah. it's really sad actually it's really sad and it is difficult work so guys when you do go in to do this work i recommend if you're gonna start this work um attend tomorrow and it's also gonna be out on youtube so you can watch it anytime you don't need to be live um so you really understand the process because like king saying it's like there's some things that are important right like we have to be the parent we have to stay in love we can't get consumed by that emotion Mm -hmm. again um and you know join the the party of that you know horrible frequency because then you're just you're not healing it properly you're not going to be able to heal it um so there are specific things that we haven't mentioned today that are good to do Um, But I wanted to just like end today's podcast with we're just going to close our eyes just for one minute. And I just want you to see and bring up your inner child and feel where your inner child might be in your body right now. Is there any like like points that are really um, blaring at you like, hey, I'm over here. Just kind of move usually into the belly area. And see if you can feel your inner child or see any imagery of how it's doing, how it's feeling. And once you can kind of feel it or see something, I just want to take one minute here to just really 
feel it as well as soak it in love from you now, okay? You're this mature, beautiful soul now and you can come into your body and love these hurting parts. So whether you want to give it a hug for today, just give it a big hug. I love you. I'm so sorry that I haven't been here with you yet. I love you so much. And you guys can open your eyes. Just wanted to take us through a quick journey. So that's how easily we can start tapping into the inner child and just going, you know, whether to give it love or if you have a longer period where you can really spend some time with it to like start speaking and investigating like we were talking about and then going through the release cycle and bringing it into a new beautiful space. Um, you need a bit more time for that. But if you want to just check in with your body or inner child ever and just give it a big hug, like it loves that. And it's going to build that relationship. Because um, like we were saying at first, sometimes your inner child can be a little like shut down, shut off, not feeling safe with you because you have we have been avoiding it for so long sometimes. Right. And it can feel really hurt by that. Um, and really distraught. So you got to build that relationship. So it's good to, you know, check in with the inner child when you can and just give it a big hug. How are you doing today? I love you. I'm here for you. Let me know if you need anything. Um, and yeah, excited for tomorrow. Excited to take you guys through the like deep process of how to do it. Um, cause like Melania was saying, like, you know, inner child or inner self, uh, the healing work of how to heal your inner child is also going to translate over to how to heal your teenage traumas, how to heal your adult traumas. It's going to work in all these different realms, even going into how to heal past life traumas, how to heal like your full timeline as a soul, as well as a human being in this life. So it's really, really cool. And it is like, I'm going to bring this up in this podcast. I didn't know if I was going to for sure. I love inner child healing because it's like time. I call it time travel healing for me because you're like traveling back to this space and time that's in the past. Right. And there's a lot of heavy emotion in, in this time and on the timeline. You can actually travel back there. And this is my own personal belief with how I understand space and time. But that moment is actually happening right now, too. So when we go and we actually change that, we change that moment in your timeline to a more beautiful, loving experience. And it changes literally your whole life. You wouldn't remember it this way, but your whole life after that up into this moment as well and changes mm -hmm. you in the present. I believe that too. So that's my belief. I call it time, tra time traveling healing work and it just makes it sound cooler for people. So mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love you guys so much. Any last thoughts here? Um, my last word is when you're doing the healing work, instead of judging, just be curious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's such just a try it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. Beautiful. Yeah, this is going to help you guys cultivate so much love in your life. We love you. And yeah, we're here for you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Bye.